Seizing the Opportunity The Case for Embracing Civil Society's Role in Democracy This is our new report that launches on Thursday the 23rd of January. Sign up for your free ticket today. The link is in the show notes. We're releasing this report because now more than ever we need civil society organisations to bridge the gap between citizens and the state. The UK's future is in flux. We have left the European Union. We are tackling the coronavirus. As we deal with these challenges, among others, it is vital that the experience and expertise of civil society organisations is seized upon by government of all levels. Civil society organisations have a long history of being at the forefront in the response to societal needs and social change. So I wanted to hear directly from organisations about what barriers to engagement they face, what we are missing out on, and how our democracy can be better if things change. Hello. And welcome to This is Important. Please, can you introduce yourself? Sure. My full name is Mihai Kalimbika, and I work for an organization called Roma Support Group, which is a charity supporting East European Roma since 1998. I am working there as a campaigning and policy worker. Please, can you outline what Roma Support Group does? Sure. The, the work that Roma Support Group does is mainly related to supporting East European Roma communities in the UK. Initially, 22 years ago, the charity was set up to support Roma that were um, escaping persecution from Eastern Europe and um, who were looking to settle in the UK claiming asylum here, as Eastern European countries were not part of the European Union at that time. Once with the EU enlargement in 2004 and 2007, that has changed, and uh, we continue to support members of the Roma communities settling here uh, in the UK, mainly providing advice and support. So we are a core advice and support charity. Civil society organisations are, and I'm sure you agree with me, a great source of knowledge and experience due to the work they do and the communities they work with. Engaging with organisations is a chance for government of all levels to get access to this experience. With this in mind, can you outline how, if at all, you currently engage with government and what you engage on? Well, we have quite a lot of experience working directly with members from the community. We are in a unique position to see how different policies impacted on these families, how their life has changed here in the UK. And also, we are in a good position of, of understanding how little government has done, has interact uh, with people from our communities and with organizations such as ours. Now, I have to say, the UK government has engaged very little with communities such as ours. And this was not a singular case uh, in the world. We have seen this happening across the Europe, and unfortunately. But what, what makes it sad is that UK is, is a country with a hugely diverse, diverse communities who has huge experience on working with diverse group of people, but who missed on doing that with those from our communities. We don't see something strong and consistent uh, around uh, the engagement or the interest that the government has 
in our community. Of course, we had to push. Uh, sometimes we had to push hard for things to happen for us, for a place to be made available for us at the table. And I'm thinking here about our engagement with the Department for Education. When we were not invited to discussions for years and years, despite the fact that we were, we really wanted to be at the, uh, at, the, at the table. Please, can you explain to our listeners what barriers you face? Could you also touch on what we're missing out from because of these barriers? Our community, the Roma community, is a you know in a unique position all across the world because we are still facing a lot of barriers all across the world. We're still facing a lot of discrimination. There is still a very, you know, high levels of of people with no education in our community, very low levels of employment and so on. And this is very much related to all the past and the negative past that our community had, being enslaved for hundreds of years, being literally pushed to the margins of the society for centuries and being ignored by policies and by governments. And we still see that situation today in many countries in Europe, in the European Union, and across the world. And those from our communities are saying that they see the UK as a hope for their children to get education, to find work, to improve their lives. And we think that if, if the government does not engage accordingly with a community such as ours, then we will have a generation, a new community emerging in, in, in the UK who will continue to, to be a, a hidden one, who will continue to, you know, to, 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 to survive, basically, as it used to do for centuries, and who will not be able to fully uh, participate to the life uh, in the UK like any other community does. Because that's, that's what we want to do. We want to be able to support the UK to be part of this country like, like all, the, all other communities and to thrive. But by not engaging, by continuing to have this approach towards our community, the same that other governments and other countries have it for, for decades and centuries, that this will just keep the gap between us and other communities as wide as ever been. I have to say that we are seeing now a more positive approach from the government, as I think what happened in the past years regarding, you know, Brexit and our communities or, or, or other aspects regarding chips and traveller communities have, in a way, made the government understand that there is a need for some things to happen regarding our communities. So uh, last year, the government has officially committed to have a strategy regarding gypsy Roman traveller communities. So this is a positive way of trying to work with those small communities and trying to do something for us. And so far, uh, the government is consulting with organizations such as ours on this. Uh, but still, the pace of this work, it's, it's, it's not as efficient as we would like it to be. And the methods that the government is using in, around these consultations are not adapted to our capacities and our uh, resources. So many organizations who could have an input into this have, don't have the capacity to do, to, to do this sort of work, to work directly with policymakers, because that's, that's one thing that we are not seeing um, the government doing. You know? so, so when there is interest to, to collaborate with organizations, the government is not taking into account what experience these organizations are having in such engagement, what resources they have in, in doing that. So what's happening in practice is that, uh, you know, the government is launching a consultation, for example, 
and is just expecting for organizations to participate without understanding that, for example, a Roma organization might be formed of uh, three guys who working as delivery drivers 10 hours a day, have very limited understanding of English and using IT equipment and so on. Uh, but they do a lot of work with those from, from their communities, helping them uh, day to day and, and so on. So this is what the government is missing these days. So we see an increased engagement. We see approach towards things that are of concern for us, but we don't see that sort of uh, adapting of these approaches to ensure that the process of consulting, of engaging, is as inclusive as possible and supportive as possible. What role do you feel civil society organisations, such as yourselves, can play in democracy? Of course, I think I think any charity organisation trying to support vulnerable communities is doing a critical work and they're vital for any democracies. Uh, so, so any charity working with any communities who are in vulnerable positions are, are very important. Now, if I am to speak about, you know, obviously about, about our organization and, and the Roma communities, I think this is what we have been doing from the day one since people from our communities arrived in the UK. We have been supporting them to settle successfully here in the UK, to access education, to access employment, to, to access their rights, and to provide a better future for, for the children and the families. And in this way, to help and to help development of let's say of a generation of, of people that can contribute successfully to to the you know to the UK society and i think that for example through supporting a child to successfully go through education through bringing positive aspects from the community like you know a culture music dancing other skills that those from our communities have to bringing them forward and presenting them to the society is achieving exactly that. And I think, you know, supporting people to, to sort out their documents in, in, in the UK to, to help them get, you know, barriers away uh, from their life in order for them to be able then to fully commit and contribute to this society is doing exactly that. So despite not working very much with the government, this is exactly what our organizations are doing by supporting people directly. And this is what actually gives give us the most of the satisfactions because we see we see changes happening when we are helping people directly, and we see them happening faster than when working with policymakers, with governments, and 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 so on. Thank you. It was great to talk to you. And before we go, can you tell our listeners where they can find out more about you and your work? Now, um, I mentioned Roma Support Group is based in in East London and currently in Newham where people can access us uh, uh, directly. Of course, not at the moment because of the pandemic, but also people can find us online on www.romasupportgroup.org.uk and we can be reached via social media through Facebook, where we have a page at Roma Support Group, or Twitter, also via email uh, through info at romasupportgroup.org.uk people from our communities who need support with um, accessing the rights, with matters around Brexit, things around education. Other organizations who want to, who, who are looking for training maybe, or collaboration on different projects uh, are welcome to approach us. Uh, we are also working with, with councils or with public organizations um, if needed, and they are more than welcome to, to approach us. 
If you are interested in what Mihai said today and agreed that government should do more to engage with civil society organisations like Roma Support Group, then join us for the launch of our new report, Seizing the Opportunity, the Case for Embracing Civil Society's Role in Democracy. Come to the launch at 11am on Thursday 21st of January to hear more about what barriers organisations face and importantly, what needs to be done to break them down. Sign up for your ticket at bit.ly slash report underscore launch, which is all lowercase.